is Levon Brooks and what was his crime? And how does he relate to odontology and the forensic sciences? Well, my name's Ashlyn and I'm here to tell you all about it. It all started on September 15th in 1990 when Courtney Smith, just a three-year-old girl, was abducted from her house in Brooksville, Mississippi. It's a sad story, but two days later, Miss Smith was found in a pond only 80 yards from her house. She had been sexually assaulted and murdered soon after. As they should, police officers quickly started investigating this. And so this is where Levon Brooks comes into the story because he was a prime suspect being an ex-boyfriend of Smith's mother. Now, if you ask me, just because he dated her mother, I don't know if that's a great reason to make Levon a suspect. Like, I don't think that's enough to go off of. Plus, there was also this other man, Justin Albert Johnson, who was only briefly a suspect, but his ex-wife and son, like, lived next to the Smith residence, and he was reportedly inside the Smith house the day of the abduction. So, like... He easily could have gone back in that night and got Miss Smith. During the investigation, they hired a pathologist to perform an autopsy on Miss Smith. And of course, that's when they found the bite marks on her wrist, which is why this is a part of the odontology um, unit case study. This is where they got Dr. Michael West, who is a forensic dentist in Mississippi, to look at these bite marks, and he's the one that confirmed that these were human bites and that they needed to take dental impressions of all the possible suspects. Funny enough, they took 12 samples, including Justin Albert Johnson, which is good, but they didn't take Levon Brooks' samples. So even though his sample wasn't taken first, Levon Brooks was still a suspect. And so 10 days after Miss Smith was killed, police interviewers were talking to Miss Smith's 6-year-old sister who shared the room with Miss Smith. And this little 6-year-old claimed that Levon Brooks was the perpetrator. Like she identified her ex her mother's ex-boyfriend to be the murderer and sexual assaulter of her now dead little sister and so brooks was immediately arrested and the same day which was september 25th they dr west took a sample of brooks teeth and said that two of his teeth matched two two of all of the possible up to 32 teeth in brooks mouth and two of them matched the mark on miss smith's body I don't know, to me, that's honestly not enough evidence to prove his guilt. Now, the trial is a bit messy and kind of stupid, in my opinion, because they use this six-year-old sister to give a testimony about how she saw Brooks abduct her sister. Now, I understand, you know, witness, it's great, but she's just a six-year-old little girl. Like, I mean... She doesn't know what's going on, and so she said that Brooks is the one that took her sister, but she also contradicted herself several times throughout this testimony, so it was already unreliable. 
And then you also had Dr. West, who said that this bite could be nobody but Levon Brooks. Like, he's the one that bit this girl's arm. Which is like, okay, well then shouldn't more of than just two of his teeth match? But whatever. So his, Brooks' defense attorneys, tried to present an alibi defense and claimed that he was working at a club on the night of the murder and wouldn't have even been able to be at the scene of the crime. But, of course, the defense challenged that, and after deliberating for about nine hours, the jury convicted Brooks of capital murder, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Funny enough, you know, you think you got this criminal, which just so happens to be Levon Brooks, in jail now, so the crimes will stop, right? Wrong. Just four months after he was convicted, another three-year-old girl went missing from her house and was found days later in a creek. And, this, like, the similarities are insane because she literally had bite marks on her body as well. But, funny enough... They yet again get the boyfriend of the victim's mother, who's Kennedy Brewer, and Dr. West, again, is called to analyze these marks and confirmed that they were human and said that they came from Kennedy Brewer, the victim's mother's boyfriend. And after this, you know, he went through trial and everything, and in 1995, he was sentenced to death. So, like, this is nowhere, like, it's not that long. This is five years after Miss Smith was dead. But, like, obviously they have the wrong guy at this point because they're the same kind of deaths and nobody's doing anything. They're just, they put another man to death. Six years later, the... Innocence Project finally became involved in Brewer's case, not even Brooks' case yet. But they became involved in Brewer's case and they looked at the DNA testing and it showed that the bodily fluids, we'll say, found in the victim's body weren't matching to Brewer's DNA at all. And so he wasn't the one that committed this crime. Now, you may be wondering why I'm spending so much time talking about this Brewer guy when this case study is about Levon Brooks. Well, here's why. Right after they figured out that Brewer wasn't the one who committed this murder, he remained in bars for six more years. But while doing that, their DNA testing matched the profile of who? Well, Justin Albert Johnson, who was the person that they freaking didn't get in the beginning of Brooks' case. And so, you know, they take him and investigate him, and he admits to committing both murders, both Brewers and Brooks' victims, he committed those. But he says he didn't bite either victim. But it's like, what? Who else did then? You know, like, he bit them. And so after his confession, Brewer and Brooks were finally both freed on February 15th, 2008. 16 years Brooks was behind bars for a crime he'd never committed.
Now, that's the story of Levon Brooks. It's a sad one because he spent a good portion of his life behind bars for no reason at all that involved him. So, if I were him, I'd be pretty mad. Hopefully, the Innocence Project and Dr. West was just fired because of all that. And the Innocence Project is continuing to help people who are wrongfully accused of murders and every type of crime. Anyway, that's the story of Levon Brooks. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll see you next week. Who was Ed Gein, and what were his crimes, and how does he relate to anthropology? Well, I'm Ashlyn, and I'm here to tell you all about it.